I think yeah. at the end of the day, anybody going through this realize that this type of thinking, this type of motivation is a shower, you know? And if you don't shower daily, you will start to stink and reek of all this shit you don't even want. So, yeah. yeah. Keep it in the mind, bro. You ready for Freddy? Now that's a fucking bong hit. You are listening to Thanks for the Invite podcast with Freddie Correa. Cool, man. So hey. here we are. Uh, yes, sir. In Las Vegas. Las Vegas, Nevada. Mr. Julio Gonzalez. Yes, sir. Our resident headliner at 6 p.m. <laughs> Lucky enough, bro. Yeah, 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 hell yeah. Yeah, you know, it's luck, but man, it's also that preparation you've been putting in all these years, oh, bro. for sure. I all don't these wanna, years, right? I don't want to take away from all my efforts, for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You've been putting a lot of work, <clears throat> man, a lot of hard work, and it all pays off. A lot of hard work, and and, and, and yeah, they love me here, man. They yeah. showed me love. They, they, they hooked me up and gave me this huge gift, bro. That's cool, this man. This huge gift, yeah. Yeah, yeah we yeah. did. We shot a little promo not too long ago. Yeah, that uh, was fun. We did it outside with Julio, and we're promoting your show at 6 p.m., bro. Yes, sir. And uh, so, how how long? How many months you've been out here now in Vegas? As it a resident? is over five months now. Over five months. Over five months now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Started in September on the 17th, so just this past February on the 17th. Yeah, past yeah. five. You've adjusted to <clears> Vegas now. I haven't seen much of Vegas, honestly. Really? I kept it. I literally kept it. I'm a big believer in um, not overextending myself. Okay. So the most I've been doing is like get crazy on a Friday, go go out to like South Point or something, yeah, yeah. you know, watch the dirty show and come back six in the morning. Like that's the craziest <laughs> I'll get, bro. Because in this, in this business, yeah. I think if... if um, we celebrate too much on this journey like it takes its toll yeah i mean even performing daily takes its toll uh -huh. but imagine drinking even not to get drunk yeah but still drinking every day every day <laughs> every day having a drink for five day. months yeah that's yeah. that's just nuts like you're catching me right now on a water cranberry soda water trip bro <laughs> yeah. like most people think i'm on my period yeah <laughs> Are you on your period? No, bro. It's, it's just good. Like, biggest comments, one <laughs> drinking coffee. It's good yeah. not to burn out that, that candle, man. And pacing yourself. That's why I haven't explored Vegas that much, honestly. Yeah. I mean, there's a few places that I've been to, um, mostly food places. Food, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, mostly food. And then I just come here, go back home, make my shirts, kind of set myself, my foundation up. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm digging in my roots. I actually got my registration. I got my car registered. I just got my license number now. So I got an official Nevada official, license. Huh? Yeah, bro, it's official, <laughs> man. I never knew... Um, uh how much you know because don't get me wrong i got love in california yeah but out here the love that i'm getting is at a different level and it's all from people that didn't i didn't grow up with yeah you know what i mean yeah, like yeah. that's the trip is that you you're you can get welcomed into a new city and and, and just get this crazy amount of love like i was on the news already yeah and and, and like that's the stuff i really get to do and that's the stuff i like i really want to prepare for because yeah. there's been a few nights where i just yeah i literally you know went too crazy yeah and and that's the stuff that 
checking myself is 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 uh, so important, bro. Right. So important. And I think I will get to a point where I can explore Vegas more. Once I feel a little more comfortable, once I feel like I got all my ducks in a row. Right. But I don't want to I don't want to add more fun nah, when I still need work too done. Much. And that's what you know what I mean? kind of afraid of. Like yeah. When they think of Vegas, they think it's all party and yeah, 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 right? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, sometimes it is because this is the place where you come here <laughs> for that. Like that's why you came yeah. here to forget. I mean, also so nobody recognizes you. You know, you don't want to <laughs> party it up in your own city and then get that reputation. So, yeah. like, this was the city for the, yeah. the closeted partier. You know, because <laughs> <what I mean? laughs> if you if you just party, you party, you party in your city. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but over here it was like I don't normally do this, but <laughs> what age? How, how young were you when you started partying? Now? Oh, dude, I was young as hell, man. Yeah, we you used were a to teenager? run a party crew, bro. Yeah, yeah. party crew. <laughs> I used to wear those shirts, party that. crew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, we legit, like, I was always a hustler from the beginning, and we legit had a group of, of, of guys and girls that, that we would all team up. We would all have meetings. Everybody would pitch in five bucks, and we would throw these parties. And, yeah, yeah. as a young kid. I, I think I I gotta I got you know I don't, I gotta play with that flair you know what I mean. So was that <laughs> southern like in Southern California is that what yeah it was? yeah okay. Southern California bro like we would get crazy we would yeah. just do stuff for fun we had water wars you know Dang. like a bunch of high school kids would meet up at a park and just shoot each other with, with water guns that's dope and, and news was even in on it they got videos what? of that yeah yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> So it's like the opposite of what you would think. Yeah, because those, those were the, are cam, doing. the camcorder days, bro. So we would sell the little tapes. We would sell them to like Fox, oh, the news station. Yeah, some of the homies sold sold videos over to them because all we would parties? record all the parties. Yeah, and you would sell them to the news. Yeah, yeah. whoa, <laughs> so we were like finding out to make money on every end, bro. Like Why that's would, what that's what this business. At least that's what that. Uh, a creative mind that you know showed yeah. for me yeah and and i learned it young so that's why i never liked the idea of having that day job yeah you know yeah. that was all my my, my parents yourself. programming yeah, yeah, yeah that was my parents programming right there like yeah. because i think my dad himself was an entrepreneur and and yeah. he was like he was a bullfighter bro a bullfighter. Yeah, I don't tell a lot of people that, but, but but he was a bullfighter, dog. Like until he lost his vision, needed glasses, yeah. then he couldn't do it no more. But yeah. when we would go to TJ and, and, and or to the bull ring out there, everybody knew him, bro. Everybody would go knew to a him. set. Yeah, no, no, no. He, he would he would go up there and they would all recognize him. Matador, Matador. They would know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody knew him. El Matador. Yeah. So Hell he yeah. was the one that showed me like that networking and shit like that. Because I, I think <clears throat> anybody teaches you. Good and bad, yeah. Right, yeah. And 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 even so, with your parents, I think sometimes we forget that they're not really authority figures. They're just humans, mm -hmm. fucking trying to figure it out themselves. You know, yeah. And, and when and, we're little kids, we're like we're seeing them. They're in their thirties. Oh, yeah. oh, they're yeah. trying to figure shit out. Oh, like no, like we would think. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Right. All we right. would think they got it. They all figured out. Yeah. Like this is all adult shit. But no, yeah. yeah. When you get there, you would just realize, nah, you're just another human, bro. I'm forty now. Uh huh. My mom had me when I was 35. I'm only five years older than my mom was when she had me. And I still am trying to figure it out. Bro. I'm still, I mean, I don't got no kids yet, but I'm still like, you know, I'm a kid inside, bro. Well, yeah, you get you to know, be like, the kid, bro. And I think that's what the kid does. The kid uses his creative mind. So that's why I was so happy creating those parties and creating yeah. things like that. And I was just kind of always fighting it. So eventually, you know, I gave up. 
You know, I was on music. I was on all kinds. I was producing music in my garage, you know, (laughs) where my mom was asleep and shit. I'll be in there trying to do my eight mile. What year years was this? This was, uh, oh, you're talking 2005, 2005? 2003. Yeah. Yeah. 2002. No, no. It's out of high school. Out of high school. Oh, yeah. I graduated in 99. I'm 42. No shit, yeah, I'm 2000. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm class yeah. of 2000, but I got my cheating. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, no, 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 hold, hold on. Let me repeat that. I didn't graduate. I was supposed to graduate okay, in 99, okay. but I yeah, got yeah. kicked out with yeah. the continuation. Got kicked out of continuation. And then oh. finally, I got a Lowrider magazine, got my GED on the back of that. <laughs> it was literally, you just pay for it. They send it to you, and then you fill it out. <laughs> And then you send it back, bro, and then they give you a certificate. On the I, Lowrider magazine, Yeah, bro? on the Lowrider magazine. It said, get your GED. And I was like, oh, you guys know your audience. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> that's something for La Raza right there, bro. Right there. Bro. Like, that's what a better Yo, way to help. If anybody else got their degree from the Lowrider magazine, hit me up, dog. <laughs> like, we should start a reunion. <laughs> oh, shit. If you got yours, I'll check the year when I got it, bro. Lowrider <laughs> magazine GED, bro. Reunion. That'll be dope. To see how many other people still <laughs> <in> this shit. <laughs> you know, different ages, <laughs> right? <laughs> bro, have you ever talked about us. that on stage? No, I never talked That's about that. That's hilarious, bro. But I just fucking figured that out right now. Like, yeah, that was the that was how I started, and yeah, and, and that sent me into a trade school, which was automotive. Yeah, and honestly, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. Um, well, for one, when I graduated, I didn't have a license. And, and and this is the first time I ever applied myself to school because... They, they send you a magazine with their diplomas. No, this was after the Lowrider magazine. Oh, okay, okay. I got my GED, and yeah. I used the GED to go into UTI. That was the name of the school, Universal Technical Institute. And it was in Arizona, bro. And I moved out of the house by myself, like, at 19. Yeah. And I started... Figuring out ways where I wouldn't have to work to make money, and I did tattoos. Oh. So I would tell somebody at the apartments, like, yo, can I just give you a free tattoo? Mm-hmm. And and this is after I bought one at a tattoo shop. Like, in Arizona, the, loose, the yeah. laws were different. Like, you can you can do it out of there, and I would just get everything sanitized to them and just mm-hmm. do one-time use. But um, homeboy came down. I hooked him up with a tattoo on the arm, and then, bam, they started, like, my little side hustle. My mom was hooking me up, paying for my apartment, which was like four twenty at the time. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> that apartment, yeah, I remember that part was like a little studio. Uh, it just had like a little separate kitchen, but that would be right by the bathroom, and then mm. just one big ass bedroom, living room, everything else, you know. The hot box. Yeah, bro. Basically, <laughs> I drew a mural all over the side on the wall. Oh, like good. they, yeah, they they gave me a fat fine when I moved. <laughs> 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 like, you can't be doing this. <laughs> and I remember, yeah, I remember graduating from that and then coming back home. And then I just didn't want to go into the workforce. So I went into uh, music. I would produce music in the garage. And I, I actually got like a full album. I had like 13 songs or something. You make beats, bro? Yeah, yeah. I would no make beats shit. on Fruity Loops, bro. No this is shit. back when LimeWire was still a yeah. thing, bro. I would be on LimeWire yeah. downloading shit, getting viruses, you know? <laughs> Is the computer acting funny? I don't know. In the middle of the song, it'll be like the radio DJ talking. Like, what? This ain't the real song. <laughs> it was all it was all a crapshoot. 
And yeah, I got a good version of Cakewalk. I got a good version of 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 uh, Fruity that. Loops. Yeah. And yeah, I had my own little studio and everything. I would oh, I would do the mic, ten dollar mic, bro, at, at Office Max or Office Depot, <laughs> some shit, little ten dollar mic, and I recorded the whole thing. And then I kept pushing. Once I got the so real did, job, you, you flowed. You were flowing. Or? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Back in high school and stuff, we would do that at the parties, bro. Damn. I would be I would be the funnest I would be the funniest guy at the party, bro. Yeah. Like I would have people around me and I'll just be talking shit about this or that or yeah. this or that, you know? Yeah. And 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 that's how I, I kind of learned I think without realizing the formula, learned how comedy worked. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. I wasn't too sure about set up punch and all that, but yeah. it was like, oh, if I say this one this way and then surprise them with that, yeah. or if I set them up thinking about this and I say that, then that's fucking yeah. going to make them laugh. And that's all I fucking learned when I was little, but I didn't know this was a skill, <clears throat> you know, like the yeah. stage wise and shit like that. I didn't know it was at the time. I just kept trying to find ways to make money without getting a normal job. Right. And after, like, this was when I got the normal job. Like, this is like, okay, hey, bro, you're, you're 23. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Quit got dreaming. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. And this is the fucked up part is that my parents wanted me to believe in Santa Claus, but them motherfuckers didn't even believe in me. <laughs> when I yeah. was like, I want to be a rapper. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You should work. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait, why don't you rap? and work (laughs) so then that became my next thing and i would rap and work and also around this time is when i started reading like a lot of that rich dad poor dad because i always had that feeling that this whole game it's it's a fucking rat race right Mm like money and then enticing you to spend it and i fell into that rat race when i was earlier and reading these books fucking helped me just establish myself and move myself out so that right there was like my second uh um uh realization is that yeah i can work on things that can make me money but then what am i gonna do with that money so realizing money was a tool at a younger age, yeah. I started saving, I started uh, investing, I started buying stocks. Like, I just wanted to say this shit. Mm-hmm. And, and really, the financial world is a fucking language, bro. As long as you learn the language, like, you're going you're gonna to be able to operate in that world. Right. When I say ROI, there's people that are like, oh, yeah, return on investment. Like, they just know the fucking language. Yeah. And that's all it been is I learned it and I applied it. And that's what allowed me to finally, like, kind of set myself free. Yeah. You know, I used that shit to get real estate. I sold my first real estate, made over seven figures, bro, my first Damn. deal. And I'm like, fucking, I love real estate. <laughs> who, who introduced you to Rich Dad um, Poor Dad? It was, it was myself, bro, late night on yeah, TV. He did a good job of advertisements. Oh, I mean, who, who else stays up? Motherfuckers dreaming it's and hoping book, right? that they don't have to wake up tomorrow and go to work. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. For sure. But yeah, yeah, it was a book. It was a book that he had. And this guy did like an infomercial? Uh, yeah, yeah, it was like an infomercial Damn. late at night TV. I remember too, because I would be in my apartment. Because back in those days, I was sleeping on the couch, bro, at my yeah. dad's place. So I've, I've always learned to struggle. Mm-hmm. And at that point, that showed me my most important lesson was to struggle while I had money. Mm-hmm. I was working a job already. My dad got me in. I started in as a as a... Fuck, what I started as a parts masker. I would get tape, put it around the part. Mm-hmm. But my brain, 
I don't know. I guess I always like puzzles. I always like figuring shit out. I would see the part and then realize serial numbers don't match. And I would go show them all the time. Like, hey, I found this one. Hey, I found this one. Yeah. And then the inspectors were like, bro, we need this guy over here. And they moved me over to identify. Yeah. See, because once the paint goes on, it's going to be harder to read. So yeah. I got to verify and identify before they get painted. Yeah. After they get painted, I got to put the number on there. So I was an artist. I was a, I was yeah. this. And that taught me another lesson that everything you go through in life is going to eventually help you out in one moment. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And that- Steve Martin said that too yeah, in his book. That taught me that lesson. Then I had yeah. my, auto, uh, my automotive background, yeah. which got me into landing gears on airplanes. Oh, shit. Damn. So I never even used it for automotive, bro. Wow. I got my degree, and, and um, I think I was trying to make that point that that was the first degree I got where I, I had like a uh, a 3.75 or some shit. Wow, bro. GPA, and like i never done that. Like yeah. I've never applied myself, but this is the first time I'm realizing if I have a passion for something, I can grasp it. Hell yeah. It's just I had no passion for history. Right. You know, I just had to show up. Mm -hmm. I even had a teacher look at me. If you, if you remember me, <laughs> I had a teacher look at me one time and sincerely asked, like, why do you even show up? Oh wow! Because I just didn't connect. It yeah. just wasn't wasn't feeling. Because I thought, nah, you're just prepping me to be a slave. And then eventually, I became the slave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But at this time, because I had money, bro, I started investing into my raps, and I would go to a production company. My dad would still drop me off, bro. I'm like 23, 24 with the yeah. fucking dream. Like, imagine if I was in a battle rap, how many rappers <laughs> would fucking light me up on that one alone, dog? And, got and I would off. show up to this guy who lived in Reseda. He had a garage behind his house, and his garage was his studio, and Homeboy was like a bass guitarist, musician, and all kinds of shit. So he would be able to play the song. Uh-huh. And then get his guitar out and go, you want a bass line with this? I'm like, yeah. Boom, oh. bang, 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 bang. Just slap the keys and, and give me a dope-ass thing. 80 bucks. Yeah. And then like 100 for recording. I was like, oh, dope, thank you. Yeah. And then when he was telling me, he's like, you know what? I record a lot of guys, but you actually talk about something. Yeah. Because it wasn't always like that. Like that. Um, I mean, I had the stupid shit, too, like talking about going to a strip club and enjoying the strip club. But there was a strip club I actually went to. So I used the name of mm -hmm. the club and the line. They would actually play it too when I would go in. Oh yeah. So I always had that dream of, oh, I'm gonna find some creative outlet. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Where I can let this off. And by this time I was already working that day job, bro. And once comedy hit, mm -hmm. I forgot about music. Yeah. I'm like, fuck music. So you were doing music and you were like full on with that, but then you got introduced to comedy. How'd you how mm -hmm. did that come about? Comedy came about because I just went to the club. You just went to a club. I went to the club. I was looking for something to do. Again, I still have no car at this moment. So yeah. it was this, this this dude I met. This is back when payphones were still around, bro. Because mm -hmm. I would go to the 7-Eleven from the from the apartment. This is in 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 Silmar. Yeah. All right. This is like San Fernando Valley and shit. So it's like Foothill, Foothill and Polk. And there's a 7-Eleven right there. I would go to it, and there was a, a phone book uh, or a little payphone, and I would pull a little thing and said taxi, and I called him up. There was this Cuban dude that became my friend. For like, <laughs> dude was crazy. He was wild, and he would drive me everywhere, bro. It was just like a, like, you know, I guess fucking. Uh, a Cuban taxi driver. Uh, 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 no, but like a legit Uber. Yeah. Because it wouldn't Before be. Yeah, that. I wouldn't yeah. even call a company. I would just call that fool. I just thought that fool just put up a post <laughs> and said, now I'm a taxi driver, bro. Like, you know. That's like and Cuban I'm, mentality, I'm, the hustling. Yeah, I was hustling like mentality, bro. 25 or so. I didn't give a fuck. Yeah. I was like, yeah, he dropped me in. He would take me to the comedy club. It was the Haha -ha Comedy Club. Uh huh. The one in North Hollywood that I would go to. And I would go there as a fan. 
for I want to say a few months. I don't Just even think it was a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would go by myself, and you know how the comics were. Yeah. When the comics meets fans, they were fucking nice, bro. Jeff Garcia, yeah. Yeah. fucking Renee, like Bruce, you know, all them motherfuckers yeah. are nice, dog. And then you when became I like a regular, huh? And then yeah, yeah, More I like would regular, regular comedy customer. fans. Yeah. yeah, they would they would give me free drinks and That's all that dope. shit. Yeah. yeah, the customer would be like, ah, don't worry about this one here. This one's on us. And I'll be like, oh, bro, this place is dope, and I want to be a part of this. Yeah. I mean, they're not trying to hook me. They're trying to get me to come back to watch the show. Yeah, yeah. And, and my brain's, like, watching the show, too, and sometimes I would see comics that suck. Yeah. And the comics that sucked inspired me because I'm like, yo, I can do this. <laughs> yeah. I can fucking do this, bro. I'm funny. Than this. I had people at the party laughing. Like, that's what I would get. And then I had the... Uh, uh, company Christmas party where there was like eight women at a table and I'm just like la- making them laugh learning, talking all this shit and uh, two of them were, were, were waitresses at comedy clubs and they were like you should legit do this like you're funny oh, yeah. you're funny and when to me I always been this way because I was raised by women but when a woman tells me to do something I usually do it I yeah. don't know what it is <laughs> And I, I was get I a got woman to tell you to start yeah, a podcast. I got the right. right. <laughs> oh no, that heart, that heart died with that young man a long time ago. Bro. That was 14, 15 years ago. That heart died, bro, a long time ago. And um, uh, but it did, it did spark this because I, I hit up the same club. Yeah. I said, "Yo, can I, can I try this?" And homeboy literally snapped his fingers, called over the guy they worked from, and he's like, "Put his name down." Mm-hmm. It was uh, put him in for next Tuesday, next week. Was it Jack so, Asadorian, the the owner? Jack, yeah. Oh, it was wow. Jack. He snapped his fingers at uh, at uh, Eric, and uh, he came over, put me down. It wasn't me up even an open that. mic. No, no. It was a straight up show. Straight up show. Dang. I was like, yeah, I want to do this. He put me down for a straight up show, and then yeah. he told me, you know, sell the tickets and all that. Yeah. So I was like, oh yeah, and then I came before the show to do the mic. Mm-hmm. Now, when I did the mic, the uh, sh- the mic ran late, and they started letting people in for the show. So there was like legit forty people there, mm. and forty people at a mic, bro. Like you know that shit's fire, right? So yeah. I went up. Real people, and, not and, comics. And, and, and all the basic, like I had the basic connections that everyone does. You know, gas prices are high. Guy can't date you. You too far. Uh-huh. Shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, stupid shit. And then I had uh, different other connections. But anyway. I got to do three minutes, mm-hmm. and everything hit. Yeah. And everything hit. Everything fucking hit, bro. I got off stage, and I had this rush of adrenaline. Hell yeah. Coming through my hand. Well, I'm smoking my cigarette. My hand's fucking shaking, bro. Yeah. I was just like, oh, fuck, that's dope. And I had literally been chasing that fucking high yeah. ever since. From that open mic. Ever since, Damn. man. And, and and within a few days, I had that I had that uh, first show. Uh-huh. And by then, I had maybe, a, I would say, about 50 employees at my company come out to see me oh wow by this time i worked my way up through the ranks bro i went from a parts masker all the way to quality auditor now Mm -hmm. like i literally jumped a few bucks every fucking year i was killing it at that place because i was interested in growing and then i get to this spot at this spot bro oh my god i was so everything was perfect i was making about I'll, I'll say this, because I don't know how long it's been and if I can say anything, but I was I was uh, uh, in the DVD business. 
Mm. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of things would be out there in the movies, and I would slang those at work. <laughs> that was making me over four figures, bro. And then plus work, <laughs> you know. And then now uh, he gave me the opportunity. These two meshed. See, I was slanging. I was. I was. I would get like, like, like a, like a little piece of paper, and would show everything I have. Yeah. And then I would hand it out and then everybody would just circle what the fuck they want, put their name on it. Like I had a business. <laughs> Here I am again. This little kid came back out. Yeah. And I'm literally like, Columbia like hustling, house, but for hustling, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and I was hustling, man. And and and, and um um one of one of the homies I I, I, I wouldn't even say it's a homie, but uh, somebody wanted a discount. I didn't give it to him and all of a sudden my boss found out. Oh, I'm not accusing nobody. I'm just saying that's the order Mm -hmm, of events. mm -hmm. (laughs) And then my boss was like, yo, you need to stop. But I I explained that to say that I now knew everybody at work. This is over 300 employees. Yeah. And everybody at work live by Hollywood. Yeah. So I invited 50 people to the first show. They all came in, paid $10 tickets, Mm -hmm. put money in them pockets. And then that's when Jack came up to me and he's like, yo, Buy the tickets for me for five, and then you sell them for ten. Yeah. And I said, fuck it. Yeah. I had 75 people come out to the second show I did, yeah. like literally, I think a month later. I said, give me a month. I came back out. The first show I did, he let me go 15 minutes. Oh, wow. And when I got off stage, he says, normally we don't do that. Yeah. But you had not only the people you brought, but everybody else everybody laughing too. Else yeah. So we let you go. Damn. And for me, like, that gave me a big head. And now I love comedy, bro. Comedy's so easy. Yeah. Look, I just made 350 bucks, bro. Yeah. I just did 15 minutes. This is dope. 15 minutes on your first set? Like, first second, show I set? I think it was, like, second set. Second My set. My second set. First, uh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. First I'm was sorry, the I'm open sorry. mic. I'm sorry. The 350 was on the second set. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I went 15 minutes on the first the uh-huh. first uh yeah yeah because the open mic i did the three yeah and then i did my first show and by then i had the confidence i was yeah. like yeah ready for it and then yeah he let me go 15. That's not badass. not to say i was saying genius shit yeah yeah i just had a reaction i had a pop yeah. and that was always my goal at that point now was to get a reaction or something every almost 10 seconds if i could yeah but that was my approach to it and my approach was never to put it down on paper but always in how i say it Mm-hmm. You know, like a like an, a, a a dad telling the same joke over and over again. You know? Yeah. So it w- was that your style from the beginning? Just not you didn't really write it down. Mm-mm. Oh wow! I never really wrote That's it down. Cool. I would just depend on my brain to yeah. just kind of like remember the setup, remember the subject, remember the topic. I'm yeah. very a visual learner, and I learned later on that a lot of people use this shit to kind of. Um, uh, keep in mind what it is they want to remember. They would put visual attachments to certain Photographic things. Photographic memory. Not necessarily. For example, if I want to remember something, let's say um, in a certain order, I can uh, picture myself in the bedroom. I wake up and in the bathroom right away, the first thing I want to remember. I can picture the most visual graphic thing mm-hmm. to help me remember that. Oh, wow. Because that sticks in your head. Yeah. Graphic stuff, breaking necks, the sound, the gushes, yeah. all that shit. Yeah. That horrible shit, that sticks in your head. So that's my first subject. Second subject, I remember that coming into the living room. Mm. And that's how you that's how you remember. So as long as you remember this story, all my words will come to me. You're related to an object or things that you see around I need to go here first. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Because something you're familiar with. Yeah. An area you're familiar with. 
Like sometimes let's say, let's say you got a set. Like you know how everybody titles their sets. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah. essentially, like your points. title. Yeah, yeah. Is gonna be what you remember on the first one. So that's uh, your first. Okay. And then your second half. Like for me, my jokes are so long. Mm-hmm. Like they're halves. You know, mm-hmm. it's not like just one bit, second bit. Yeah, nah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got like the 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 social media yeah. shit. Yeah, and I'll drag that out as long as I can. Now, what I'm doing now, thanks to this residency, is I'm starting to let loose and just talk to the people first, mm. and then go into the material if the material fits. I'm not trying to stick a circle through a square, right? But I'm letting loose with the idea that we can have chaos for a little bit. I don't have to control the whole fucking situation because. Yeah. Before, for me, that's how I needed to be. I needed to come out, demand it, demand it, demand it. Once everyone started laughing, it's almost like you can see you can see myself relax on stage yeah. and then take a little easy. But then that's when I would do my most genius shit because it felt like I'm not even thinking no more. Now the universe is just fucking flowing for me, bro. I'm yeah. just opening my mouth and the shit's coming out. There's no uh, processing here. Yeah, That's freeing, bro. Damn. That was fucking freeing. So I was addicted to the stage, you know, nonetheless, plus making money and everything. So right away, that's when you were like, forget the music. I'm focused on this comedy. Yeah, yeah. It took it, it, that, my art, too. Yeah. I left tattoos. I left everything. I had no no reason to, to, to pursue any of that. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, there's people out there that fucking, you know, do everything and shit. No, yeah. I can, I can, I can fuck with it. I just didn't master the other ones, but I was okay with just fucking mastering this one. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like I was, I was doing tattoos. I don't know if I'd be on a podcast right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <A> tattoo podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I'll probably be killing it somewhere in Iowa. <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I bet you there is a tattoo podcast out. There. There's probably several. There's a podcast about everything. Oh like, no, get, for sure. Get, get, get uh, do a podcast while you're getting tatted. Yeah, you know, like just sitting there and get ass cheeks getting tatted. Yeah, dude. No, that's cool. That that's pretty cool. I, I, this is this is by the way really cool because uh-huh. doing the podcast, I get to bond with people more. Like get to know them more. And, oh yeah. And the audience will know about you more. Like the people that will come to Vegas, they know, hey, I'm going to go see Julio as yeah. a, at his residency at Strat, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and um, I'll give you an example. Like uh, I got to know a lot about you. Shout out to Fidel. He does the um, Talking Again podcast. Yeah, you're, you're, Talking Again podcast. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Anybody can look that up on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check him out. You were Fidel. on there uh, two episodes. It's West Coast. Yeah, yeah, bro. That was fun, man. That and, was fun. And uh, I told who I, I told Fidel. I said, you know what, dude, this is this is gold, right? You need because you he took a break from podcasting. He's gonna come back and keep yeah. doing it. But the, it, this is the kind of stuff. And I told you, I'm like, bro, you, I wish you had a podcast because when you're spitting game, when we're outside having a smoke or something, you yeah. and Stoner Rob, like the knowledge that you've been dropping, and it's it's amazing. Oh shit! Because you're not you, the bro. kind of person that holds back. Some people are like, no, I'm just going to keep all this wisdom to myself, all this knowledge. <laughs> and you're like always one of those people that are dropping it. Hey, I read this book. Check out this book. Uh, Check out that, you know, that kind yeah, of thing. I believe that that's what's helped me get to a level where I can think my way out of any bad situation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The situation can stay the same, yeah. but my feelings on it can be completely different. And it all became because of new thoughts that I put into my head. Yeah. I, I'm only as good as what I know. And that's what's scary because yeah. I know that there's a lot of shit out there I have no clue about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And 
I did realize that I guess me was one of my main pillars I wanted to focus on. And then I made comedy my second. Uh, uh, yeah, I get grief for this, but I made family and everybody else third. Mm. Like it, it was, it was that that strong of addiction, bro. You know. So and, comedy second, and and yeah, family yeah, third. Yeah, 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 yeah. And first is third because I have no children, I have yeah. no wife, I yeah. have nobody but me. Yeah, I helped my mom out, I helped my sister out, mm -hmm. but I just didn't want to move myself over there and do it from there. Right. I have the opportunity to come over, and you know, and 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 they agreed with me. They're like, we know you'll smile more, mm. chasing what you want. Right. So that's why I don't focus on too many things i like to have a few mm -hmm. and then master those master those then i can drop one because whichever one i master becomes like breathing so what's your first pillar so the first pillar was me yeah. and with me became mastering my thoughts mm. on diet yeah i have no idea how this thing works my parents who told me how to eat have no idea how this thing works and once I learned that fact, I was just like, all right, I'm going to learn everything I fucking can. Yeah. And then take in all these new thoughts, apply what works for me. Yeah. And then take what I want, leave what I don't. Yeah. And whatever the fuck I did, I went from 360 to, to now 210. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? You were like, a big like, boy, like, man, like, and you mastered that. And that, you know, that's one of a huge accomplishment right mm -hmm. there because to be able to control what's going inside your body, bro. Mm -hmm. That's why people that's say, what did you eat? I go, no, no, no. What did I think? Mm -hmm. What the fuck did I think to get me out of this shit? That's what you should be. That's what you should be asking because it's not the food. Yeah. There's a million fucking things you can eat. There's a million fucking ways you can lose it. Mm -hmm. But why you want to lose it? That became my ultimate driving force. And that information doesn't resonate when, when you don't know better thoughts. Mm -hmm. So that's why I seek information. I think the biggest mistake I made was learning when I uh, stopped learning after I got out of the schools. Mm -hmm. I never pursued my information as much as I wanted to. So that's why I picked up the books. That's why I picked up everything else. But then I left it. Yeah. Because I started finding other shit that I like and I started learning through experience through that. So it kind of fed that appetite. But then yeah. I was like, oh, wait, I'm only going to know about this. But what if there's something else out there that might fucking tug my heart better than fucking comedy? Yeah. Or, or, or an idea that might help me flip this situation that's got me fucking depressed right now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and that's what I just, I, I, I kept searching for that. So when I hear people are on that same search, then, yo, you know, hey, this one, check yeah. on this one. Yeah. Because those are the people that I guess, um, I don't got to convince that this is good. Right. They're already on that path. Yeah. And essentially for me, it's just like asking for advice, you know. Uh, there's times where where that's when I'll give it. Is when somebody says, what do you think I should do? <laughs> yeah. And, and a lot of the times, the shit that I say is shit that I need to be doing for myself anyway. Mm -hmm. You know, and how I process information and how I handle shit. But so since, since you don't write down jokes, yeah. set up punchlines and stuff, do you practice out loud by yourself? No. No. It's all on stage? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's all on stage with the people. I think it's it's scary to think that what you say is not gonna make them laugh. 
but uh, I think that only applies when you're trying to make them laugh. Mm -hmm. If what you say has them quiet, then it's still interesting enough to keep attention. Okay. And I think that's what I'm learning to do now is just have fun with that. Yeah. Where before my goal was always, I want to make these people collectively laugh as hard as possible. Yeah. Even if I can get them on one good moment, you know? But that obviously worked. Yeah. For for this whole journey to yeah. be here because I'm sure when Matt, Joaquin, and they saw you, mm -hmm. you were fucking oh, yeah. murdering. Yeah, yeah, Killing yeah. it. It was 15 minutes, bro. I, I went up 15 minutes. Now, 15 now minutes. the story behind that, too, man. Shout out to, to Sean Reddy, to, to, to Trix, you yeah. know, to Sona Rob and shit, uh, uh, to Kavir, to, like, listen, everybody had a hand in this, man. Yeah. Like, I did a, 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 a comedy competition out in Carson got some money, came out to Vegas and then got a room and then uh, stayed longer than when I needed. And then, and then was offered a room by Stoner Rob's like, yo, you can come stay right here. I got a show uh, Wednesday. Come on out. He was headlining the show. I think tricks was supposed to be on it. And through miscommunication, I think he told them he wasn't going to be there, but they didn't have anybody else to fill in. Yeah. So Matt told the host a, uh, or I mean, Matt told Sean Reddy, Sean, I'm going to have you host, have the host feature, uh, and then we'll do the show. And Sean's like, nah, Julio's here. You really need to see him. Oh, and wow. if, if if he didn't have that heart of gold, who knows how long yeah. before I would have came here, yeah, you know? Yeah. But anyway, got me the shot. I went up 15 minutes, and as soon as I got off, Matt walked over with his phone and he's like, are you free these days? Oh, <laughs> you know? shit. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm free that day. <laughs> and literally within like a week or two, I was back featuring the whole, the whole, uh, uh, week. Yeah, and man. then I've been back almost every two months, every three months after that, coming back featuring, featuring, featuring. The first time I met you, I fucked up your name on stage. Yeah, I remember so that Julio shit. Garcia. I remember that shit. <laughs> I, was I was hoping you forgot. <laughs> <laughs> so when we are in the upstairs. At LA That's why I call upstairs. him Freddie North Korea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, dude, I remember, I, I, as I said it, I fucked it up. And then Matt comes up to me and he's like, hey, you need to apologize to uh, I'm like, no, well, yeah, of course I'm going to apologize. He's like, yeah, because a lot of people take that as disrespect. I'm like, yes, dude, it's cool, man. I'm going to apologize. I apologized when I shook his hand. I said, oh I'm sorry. God. And then, oh, no, I didn't. Uh -huh. No, I didn't. I was sure that your last name was Garcia. Oh. And then you corrected me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Whatever. I don't I go, know. I he pronounced it wrong. Yeah, he pronounced, pronounced it wrong. It's pronounced Gonzalez. Yeah. It's pronounced Gonzalez. <laughs> it's spelled Garcia, though, to his <laughs> I am. <laughs> bro, I, I haven't done it in a while, but I am one of the people that notorious for fucking up names, bro. Oh, yeah. So, That's why I, I hated hosting. My apologies bro. again. I hated hosting for the same reason. <laughs> right. That's, why, That's another reason it kind of pushed me. I was like, you know what? If I'm funny enough, no one's going to let me host. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. if I can go up, bah, 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 bah. okay, next. You yeah, know? yeah. I'm going to fucking want that. Yeah. I mean, that's not the job, right? right? The job is to get the crowd ready and introduce the first exactly, one. That's yeah. why yeah. when I host too, I had a lot of audience members would come up to me and they'd be like, hey, you should do comedy, bro. Yeah. Like, You're a funny MC. <laughs> Keep, like, it like, Keep it up. Keep it up. You're like, funny. I am doing comedy. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny when, when I have friends come see me, they'll say, hey, but when are you going to do like 
a set. I'm like, what yeah. do you think that was, bro? Yeah, yeah. no, you just they see me hosting. Yeah, you just, you're like, you're yeah. just bringing out the comics. Yeah, but did you the part where you guys were laughing? Oh, yeah, no, but a longer set, like, bro, that's yeah, that's bro. powerful what you just said. Um, you know, they're they're not gonna want me to host because I'm gonna be too funny for that. that's powerful, bro. That's, that's what that's what undeniable I right that's there. That's what I figured. I still host those shows too, though. Absolutely, man. And, and that's beautiful that you do that and you're humble to do that because I know I know there's people who are like host. I'm not gonna host. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. And it's like if you could do anything if you wear all the hats in comedy that's what yeah. it's all about yeah because i mean right. at the end of the day the stage is is the is the hard draw the the addiction yeah i don't care how i get it yeah as long as i get to touch that baby yeah you know what i mean yeah you, you know this too when you go to a show and you see everybody else you're like ah yeah damn it yeah. <laughs> well and there's and, and, and coach yeah <laughs> i know bro it's, or and, sometimes you're just like oh i just want to see <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to get up, bro. Wow, who's gonna go next? <laughs> yeah, dude, but it, it's it's beautiful, man. It's, it's so cool to see you. Like you'll you'll, you'll do a set here, and then sometimes you go at a mere oh, yeah. spot, you know. Yeah. And there's people who are like, no, I have a residency. I don't need that shit. Yeah, and it's like yeah, no, you yeah. you keep your head, you know, at, at a level where it's not all up in the clouds because then this yeah. start disconnecting from reality. Oh yeah, I'm too bro. good for this shit. It's like no, it's like you're. You know what? If you don't remind yourself, this game will. You ain't shit. Yeah. If you don't remind yourself, this game will. And I'd rather remind yeah. myself on my terms <laughs> than to have something slap me in the fucking face, bro. Bro, I was reminded yeah. last weekend in Bakersfield. <laughs> there you go, Dyke. There you go, bro. Lancaster, Bakersfield. Like, I was thinking, I thought about you because... Uh, I did a podcast with Joshua and Gabe in the last mm. one. Joshua was wearing your your shirt. Gabe, too, the um, homie. Yeah. Josh, the homie. And it was like, I'm just thinking in my head, I'm like, we're talking about doing shows on the road and all. I was like, you did this for so long. You were doing like little spots here on the road, little spots there. I'm oh, guessing yeah. not always comedy clubs. Road gigs were like in a bar that somebody sets up, right? Whatever. And Whatever it would be. All I, did, these I did these uh the cabins. I did a cabin, cabin. out there in Washington. Yeah. Sometimes I would have a show two weeks apart. I would go down there, have a friend. Because when people see you on this journey, bro, you'll be yeah. surprised how many people like open up their houses. Bro, whenever you're here, let me know. Stay yeah, in my yeah. place. Yeah. Stay in my place. Stay yeah. in my place. I'm like, oh hell yeah, cool. I mean, I had a place to stay and it was two weeks. I had one show. And then another show. That's it. In between those two weeks, I went out to all these spots, every single club that had an open mic, every anything. Can you imagine like a seasoned vet coming up on these fucking open mics and just ah. <laughs> well, so you that, show that up. gave me spots yeah, yeah that gave up. me to, uh, more paid spots and then word of mouth and then people helping out like yeah. all of, all collectively just showing up basically yeah. just showing up because that that when that opportunity comes mm -hmm. and that preparation meets that shit will happen for you oh, yeah. like um i remember running into you in El Paso several years ago, maybe three, yeah. four years ago. Yeah. You were just showing up. You didn't even have a show. You were showing no. up to say what's up to everybody. Yep. Passing Polar through. Bear was there. Yeah. Uh, Israel, yeah, Israel Garcia, the real yeah. Garcia. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I saw you. I'm like, oh, shit. I hope he doesn't remember. I fucked up his name. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you I were did. just. I yeah, did. You did. 
I go, hey, there's North Korea right yeah. there. <laughs> Did you do a spot at the comic strip El Paso that weekend? Uh, that day, no. That that the, in particular, the same weekend, no. Though, but right? but uh, no. I no? just I just oh, you passed just, by. You yeah. were just passing by. I was just passing by. Just showing up though. Yeah, you never know. I think I was probably coming out of McAllen yeah. around that time. Yeah, I would have so many shows out there. I put a hundred and twenty thousand miles on my car, bro. Damn. Yeah. 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 A lot of electricity. Motherfucker drove itself, dude. Pretty yeah. much. <laughs> I watched it though. Yeah. <laughs> In between commercials, I would watch. <laughs> well, look, um, if you don't mind, we switch gears a little bit. Well, yeah. okay, so you talked about your car. That's one thing I wanted to hit you up on. Mm -hmm. um, you have a Tesla. Yeah. How long have you had it? I had it 2019. 2019 okay, 2019 december bro december. now now without going into too much detail yeah, yeah. Uh, uh 2018 2019 worst year of my life yeah and then it ended with with a car accident a week before my birthday oh man and it was um it was me and my car waiting at a red light and this uh 19 year old drunk drunk guy in riverside just <laughs> knocked me over three car lanes bro uh, luckily, I was able to walk away. Yeah. Uh, Josh, shout out to Josh, picked he, up my call late guy? at night. Oh, no, oh, no. <laughs> he's the he's the homie that came and picked me up that night. Anyway, yeah, this was the end uh, of that, mm -hmm. and I think it was because I decided, dude, I almost lost my life. Yeah, after after almost literally wanting to wanting to just leave because of everything I went through. Yeah, man. I just, I, I just almost lost my life. Yeah. And at that point, it, I think, I think that's needed. That scariness, that oh shit, it was almost all done. I think that's needed to wake your ass up. Yeah. And be like, I can't be wasting these days no more. Yeah. I've been saving at this point. I've been saving and saving and saving for a moment that might not ever come. And I'm like, no more, bro. I reached into my savings. I pulled out a big chunk and I. Threw a huge down payment on the car. Got it. Got the payments down to something I can handle, in case you know I'm planning for the future. In case shit didn't work out, yeah. I got payments down to low, and and I got the car on my birthday. That was like that was like like a gift to me. That I, I mean, I never buy my shit my, myself anything on my yeah, birthday, but that yeah. was a huge gift to myself. Yeah, Just like bro. you're here, don't. Don't deny yourself your 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 urges. I know this is material, mm -hmm. but it became it became a lesson. This material object became this lesson that I shouldn't deny myself this. Yeah. So that was 2019. So I I went into 2020 with that whole fucking this is my year. I, regardless, no matter what, I'm gonna yeah. fucking make it happen. And it actually became the year realizing after shit after shit after shit that it's still okay. Mm -hmm. that it's still not bad that's the lesson that i got out of it yeah. at the end of the year i didn't get to move forward the way i wanted to obviously because everything was fucking shut down mm -hmm. but i got the lessons that regardless of what this shit is i'm getting through it and i know it's gonna be better one day yeah and that's kind of like the moving uh forward thing it was and then it created opportunity and that's always what happens with chaos mm -hmm. or, or, or with destruction it, 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 it it's horrible but then it creates something more that comes on top of that, right? For example, we had the outdoor comedy, you know, the drive-in comedy. Yeah. We had yeah. all kinds of yeah. fucking shit that flourished out of this yeah. motherfucker because it yeah. happened. So I took that as as a, 
as a sign, I told myself, like, once everything comes back, like, I think I'm going to sell my house, too, again now, mm -hmm. collect some money, put it away, fucking go for it. Because of, 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 I guess, the happiness I experienced with the car. And this is a car that I've been wanting. This is a car that I always thought was out of my reach. Yeah. And now here I am, daily driver, bro. Yeah, man. I don't even wash it as much as anymore. <laughs> you know, and I fucking used to clean that shit. Yeah. I have my, my logo on the, the honeymoon's over. Everything, bro. You know, the honeymoon's over, but the lesson still stands, bro. And I, I think, uh, yeah. um, this is why they say, this is why they say, learning's remembering, because, because, vital information, not brought up. In the right moments is useless mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah and and that that just helped me out right now because i've been going through some shit and just remembering that lesson again that that, that fucking blessing i'm like you know what fuck yeah bro hey you're welcome bro yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> you're a genius dog. hey this is a therapy podcast bro <laughs> hey, Freddie, did you see freddie helped julio <laughs> <laughs> no man that's it's it's beautiful what you're talking about man because it, it it's the way you saw it too you could have saw it a whole different way here comes 2020 march man fuck yeah i can't work anymore yeah everything shut down i just oh, went yeah. through this horrible year mm -hmm. and you could have just sat there and, and that was the initial it was oh yeah believe yeah. me yeah, when you're when you're in the fire, your first reaction is ouch. Yeah. You know, it's not until you're healing. Yeah. When you can laugh and when you can mm -hmm. do all that. And, and that's what that's what a lot of people don't get is a lot, a lot of people that are that are super smart in this shit usually yeah. cuz they got fucking they went through the fire. Yeah, you got to go through it. Yeah, you got to go through the this fire, too bro. Pass. This too shall pass, right? Yeah, like, for me, uh, uh 2020 compared to like the 2018 2019 didn't compare. Yeah. That I would never want to relive again. Yeah, yeah. This right here was a nuisance. Yeah, yeah. Because of that. Mm. My best, I guess, way to explain it is like picture somebody from Alaska, somebody from Canada, somebody from a cold state. Right. And then they come to Cali and then they experience a, a, a 50 degree weather. Mm -hmm. They can probably do it in shorts and tank tops, not yeah. even fucking bother. Meanwhile, everybody in Cali is in a fucking jacket yeah. covered up. And that's how I experienced trauma. Mm. The trauma that I had was extreme cold. So now when trauma hits at 50 degrees, I'm in shorts, I'm in fucking thing. It don't bother me. Mm -hmm. And that's what 2020 was. Yeah. 2020 was 50 degrees because I already hit 23 below. I already, I already meant the moments like, because that's what it, that pain feels like. It's freezing. It, yeah. it, it stops all progress. Right. Not until you switch the thought or not until you just or unless you force yourself to just keep moving forward because that's yeah. what a lot of people can't do it was a it was a i can't remember the singer's name but she had this beautiful fucking line at the end of it says you can't you can't um i guess wait for a good day to to to, to try mm -hmm. like you gotta fucking go yeah even when it's a shitty one yeah you know you can't you can't wait for the we can't wait for everything to be good yeah you know to to, to move forward you got to move forward regardless. Well, it's because when we're in this darkness and in, in this like um, cloud, everything looks cloudy in front of us. And it's like, yeah. man, I can't get out of this rut. Yeah. You know, sometimes yeah, and, it's and hard it's to change that. Right. But you could hack your mind. You could. Yeah. At the end of the day, honestly, it's I think it's because either we avoid it mm -hmm. 
or, or, or we or we're scared of heading towards it. When we avoid it, that little problem becomes bigger, bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And then pretty soon you can't avoid it. You got to get it done. Yeah. Like like finishing a, 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 a an exam is the best example. Right. You got to finish the exam and you don't do it. You fuck around. And then pretty mm. soon it's due the next day. Yeah. Now you got the power to work 24 hours, bro. <laughs> you got the power yeah. to stay up all night yeah. and get done. Yeah, you got and to. it's because that urgency, that that, that fucking yeah. that, that that scaredness right there. And a lot of people don't have that scaredness. Yeah. So they just wait. Yeah. You know, cause cause in life there's no deadlines. There's no deadlines for losing weight. Yeah. So nobody scares themselves to that moment of action. And that's what everybody wants. Everybody wants to feel, oh, I need the motivation to do it. The motivation doesn't come before the action. The motivation comes after the fucking action it doesn't come while you're while you're waiting or or, or why you want to tie your shoes on and all no it came it comes when you're fucking running that's when the motivation comes while you're fucking doing it and that's what that, I think my mistake was uh uh and that's biggest lesson i learned is that i can't wait to feel good to get this shit done this might sound crazy bro mm-hmm. but like when you're feeling super sad or in a rut i heard someone talk about this lizzie showed me the video force your face to smile oh yeah that's that reminds me of what you're saying the mm-hmm. action before you even have the motivation just just smile and see what yeah. happens yeah because there's debate on whether we smile because we're happy mm. or we're happy because we smile mm. there's debate on that Darwin and shit talked about that shit too. Oh really? Yeah, there's yeah. there's muscle memory, see? Yeah. And you go like that, right? Like yeah. like your brain's like, oh shit, hey, hit the signal. Yeah, yeah. He's smiling, yeah. bro. Yeah. And and a lot Ooh. of people don't recognize that power. Yeah. I I uh uh recently I let a few days kind of slip away from me. Yeah. Because of something happened, something that didn't go my way. Lesson that I got from that is is my fault in having expectations. Because when you have expectations and you go to get something, you don't get it. You're you're left depressed. You're left fucking down. And then it sent me into this cycle of fucking everything's going wrong today. And then sure enough, I fucked this up. I fucked this up. Because it doesn't matter necessarily what you focus on. But what matters is what you believe to be the hardcore underlining thought. Mm -hmm. And for these past few days, it's been fucking everything's going to go wrong. Everything's going to go wrong. And today, I just kind of stopped myself. I'm like, okay, no drinking today. Mm-hmm. Because drinking will let me avoid this problem. Instead, I was like, water, juice, and I'm going to handle this thing straight on. Yeah. And that's the ultimate uh, 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 helping factor of that is that I literally, like, it didn't even look like I wanted to do it. But I literally forced <laughs> myself to fucking smile just so oh, I can... Wow kind of naturally slide into it because if you're looking at yourself doing it especially if you don't want to do it it's just going to be silly and yeah you're going to get into it (laughs) and then pretty soon i mean the whole goal is just to realize that at any moment you can switch this whole this whole this whole feeling this 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 is what you got hack the computer yeah we 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 we, uh, uh uh we got programmed from zero to seven Everything we feel, everything we see from that point, zero to seven, right? I think they say three to seven or whatever. But I think by seven, you'll see the man. And the child, you'll see the man. And that's all that programming that we get. And the biggest realization is learning that I can now change this programming. So I changed my programming on diet. I changed my programming on money. I changed my programming on this. 
And because I changed my program on that, my results of all of that changed along with it. So my ultimate, like, fucking dope-ass realization is this world is whatever the fuck I think it is. Yeah. And through experience, through learning, and, and now we're at an age where, fuck it, you can type whatever the fuck you want and become a master, bro. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. I trip out on thinking sometimes, like, imagine if Da Vinci was alive right now. Yeah. What the fuck could he create? Learning all this fucking that fucker, information, bro. That fucker drew a helicopter, bro. Four hundred <laughs> years, five hundred years ago. I don't know what. Right? Like that motherfucker was. He drew a dude sitting on a chair, pedaling in a fucking helicopter. Yeah. Yeah. Hundreds of years. And before. if he was around, and, and he was at a time where if he wanted to learn about math, he had to go to the guy that knew math. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. There was no book. I mean, there was probably books, but still. You yeah. know? Oh yeah. I embellished to prove my point, but <laughs> bro, this is if he was alive right now, yeah. I would think would he be that same genius or would this motherfucker be looking at cat videos? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because that's legit. Yeah. That's legit. That's legit. Yeah, but that's that's, that's for true. another one, bro. That's for another hey, one. Man, we can get a whole I'll, hour on that right along. <laughs> I, I, I will love thank you so much, bro. Oh um, hell yeah. We're we're gonna wrap it up because the mm -hmm. other show's about to end. But oh yeah, can we do this again? Oh hell yeah, hell yeah, Is yeah. That cool? Come back, yeah. Yeah, yeah and we back. can either do it here, wherever. Um, and I could, if we were to do it like at my house, then we'll have the mics and everything all set up. But oh yeah, this, that'd be dope, bro. This is fucking already. This is one of my favorite podcasts I've done. Oh shit! Out of ten time. years, long, yeah. <laughs> out of all of them, no. This is powerful, bro. Because I'm just thinking Thank in you. my head. I'm like, I'm putting myself in the position of. Somebody is watching this that's going mm. through something similar that you went through, mm. and this could help them a lot. Oh, bro. Even I mean, it, it helped me. Yeah. That's why I say it. it helps me. It still helps me. And I still sometimes forget, too. I think yeah. at the end of the day, anybody going through this realize that this type of thinking, this type of motivation is a shower, you know? And if you don't shower daily, you will start to stink and reek of all this shit you don't even want. So, yeah. Yeah. Keep it in the mind, bro. Hell yeah, bro. Keep it going. Thanks, bro. Thank you so much, man. And no anybody that wants to follow you on Instagram, I'm going to have it on the oh, screen, yeah, yeah. but what's yeah, your... Yeah. OG Comedy on Instagram. OG, OG Comedy. Comedy, yeah. If you don't want to follow me, don't follow me. <laughs> and, and, and then they the could get, yeah, get the t-shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They could get through the Subway. mail. Subway.com, bro. They can order it? Yeah, yeah. Subway.com. You there go to Subway.com. I got my whole uh, 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 fucking swap meet on there, bro. <laughs> it's crazy. Hey, guys, do, do me a favor. Take a screenshot of this episode, whether you're listening to audio, uh, video, tag Julio Gonzalez. Hell yeah. Um, and let him know that you heard him on the podcast, man. Thank you so much, brother. <laughs> Thank you, brother. I appreciate it, bro. Thank you, man. Hell yeah, man. Thank you.